1: Hi guys, welcome to our first ever Scout Watchlist stream. I'm Freer and with game week 24 still taking place, it's never too early to start thinking about the next game week and a fab time to visit some watchlist players ahead of game week 25. I'm joined as always by my good friend Kylie. How are you doing buddy? I'm pretty good, thanks. Excited to be live for the first time yeah. on the watch list. A new dynamic it's, for us. <laughs>
0: it is, yeah. It's a nice Thursday afternoon. There's a bit of sunshine outside. Is, you know, yeah. KDB scored last night.
1: He, he did. My captain. Mine so too. Are, <laughs> it,
0: he's he's brushed away some of the recent trauma uh, that many of us experienced Just with Dennis Lord. not <laughs> yeah. that long ago. So I'm feeling a little bit more optimistic about like the world at large.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Please do bear with us and feel free to get some questions in the chat and hopefully we'll get around to some as we go along. But with a double for United and Brighton ahead, Kylie, what will we be attempting to cover today?
0: Right, so if you've watched the watch list before, you'll know that we don't necessarily look at the obvious, obvious targets. You're probably already thinking about getting the likes of bruno or de gea in if you don't already have them we will be taking a bit of a focused look at the double game week of course but sometimes we like to think a little bit outside the box and looking a little further beyond that as well so we are going to be looking at that this is live as at thursday afternoon of course so whatever information we have now is what we'll be discussing And if there's anything else that crops up, obviously make sure that you follow that before making any transfers. Absolutely,
1: that's a great point. Okay then, well, let's move on to our first picks. And our first pick ahead of game week 25 is Dalot. So he's a United defender, and I considered Dalot for my own team last game week. I was kind of between him And a Wolves defender, and I was umming and ahhing, and I was thinking, oh, shall I get Dalot in? It would be nice to have another double game week player, but I wasn't really sure if I was going to go Ronaldo, in which case I've already got De Gea, and I've got Bruno, so putting Dalot in I was a bit kind of like, hmm, that kind of cuts off my route to Ronaldo if I want to go there, but also... I was like, do I really want to double up on United defense at the moment? However, he's really cheap a 4.5 million so he has gone up um in fact I think he might be three point six now, three point three percent owned though, so that's really, really good. um you know that's that's kind of ultimate differential. He has great fixtures as well, right, Kylie.
0: Yeah, yeah, he does have really good fixtures. Um, so, obviously, the the key reason that we're talking about him, let's be honest, is the fact that he's got a double gang week imminently. Yes. <laughs> Southampton at home and uh, Brighton at home as well. So, that's obviously a really good combination on paper. Um, probably, I'd argue, a better combination for uh, attack maybe, given the fact that, um, you know, Southampton scored three goals last night so Mm -hmm. you know not not sure and and of course the challenge we have isn't that is is that uh, United's defence have have found a way to concede no matter what but
1: what was frustrating about that was that I had De Gea sorry I had Ramsdale in as my goalkeeper until like two minutes before the deadline and then thought I've seen loads of teams with De Gea in, maybe I should have De Gea instead (laughs) and switch last minute. And now I'm here going as an Arsenal fan, I really hope Ramsdale concedes tonight. Well, I have Ramsdale, so I'm really hoping that (laughs) that doesn't happen. But um,
0: anyway, I think everyone, we're always a bit optimistic ahead of a double game week. The fact of the matter is they do have two good fixtures. Mm -hmm. They've then got Leeds away in 26, that is a single game week and then they've got Watford away in 27. Mm. Now that one's pretty key, of course, because of the fact that many people will be trying to navigate the next couple of weeks without chips. Some might be wildcarding, some might free hit in 27, particularly if they have both of their free hits available. Yeah. But there are so many that have already used one. And of course on the horizon, game week 30 is looking like a pretty massive blank week really quite difficult to navigate without a free hit. So I think a lot of people like myself will be trying to just sort of muddle through the next few Mm. and having a team like Watford, who under Roy anyway, aren't looking particularly prolific in front of goal, suggests that maybe they might get a clean sheet there. And if you do have a lot of Arsenal and Liverpool come game week 27, which I think most of us will because they have great fixtures in, in 26, then having someone like him that you can wheel out from perhaps the bench isn't a bad option. Um, after 27, it gets a little bit rough. They've got City, Tottenham, then Liverpool or a blank in 30, depending how obviously the the next round yeah. of the FA Cup goes. But by and large, the fixtures are pretty decent. Yeah. I and mean, I guess the question is like, how are United looking <laughs> and how confident are we that something's actually going to come through for people?
1: Yeah, I think uh, Fizz has put in the chat there, I don't think United have had a clean sheet for literally weeks and to be honest, <laughs> months it feels yes, like. it, it's true, United have kept only five clean sheets this season, three with Dalla on the pitch, so United seem defensively better with him in there, um, but you know, those clean sheets came against Crystal Palace, Norwich and West Ham, so as you say, with those kind of slightly better fixtures for United, there's a chance, I guess, a bit of a chance at least that they could keep a clean sheet in that double you know what are the stats Kylie
0: yeah okay obviously defensively United's defense is a problem De Gea has obviously been superb like Mm -hmm. I think nobody is questioning that you watch him at the moment on current form and you think how many goals would United be conceding if not for De Gea Frustratingly, one continues to find its way into the net, which is really not helpful for anyone holding defensive assets from United. Um, Look, I think you're just going to have to... Uh, here's what I think, okay. A lot of people have De Gea. I don't think that you're going to get a lot of people who are going to want to double up, right? I, and I wouldn't advocate for that. Mm-hmm. But I think there's still people out there who don't have De Gea and maybe there's an element of it's an insurance policy in case they do get a clean sheet. They mm-hmm. do have good fixtures for it. It's just can they keep it together at the back? I don't know. I can't provide a guarantee on that. Mm-hmm. I think the defensive way is a, a bit problematic. I mean, one of the benefits of of Della is that he does look to have attacking potential certainly his heat map is really impressive right so it does demonstrate that he is an attacking option i mean the the stats his xg 0.25 his xa 0.53 nothing major that you're going to write home about but i Mm. think he does pass the eye test he is cheap if you're going to try and keep faith in united he has created six chances over the last four game weeks so that's not nothing i think you know he's he's quite a decent option for me personally not one i'm going to be going for and mm-hmm. that's simply because the next game week i don't have any double game weekers yet, mm. and i want bruno because i want to captain him and i have trauma associated with ronaldo so i'm not <laughs> going <back> there. <laughs> i'm just not doing it um and then i have ramsdale uh, as my primary keeper so i do have a keeper issue and i will be deciding between Sanchez and De Gea Mm -hmm. for that. So I'm just not willing to take another hit to get a defender in. Um, But I think if you have a weak bench, as many probably do, Libramento may or may not be back. I know I've certainly been holding him for ages. Dalek could be a good fix there Mm -hmm. if you're well set up already.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, let's move on to our second pick, and it's another double game-week player in McAllister, Brighton. It's a decent double there, right, Kylie? And he's got some nice fixtures, just generally, anyway.
0: Yeah, I mean, the the fixtures aren't too bad. Like, on the surface, United doesn't sound great, but then we've just talked about how we're not massively impressed with with their defence anyway, and they are capable of getting of conceding a goal. And as we know, Brighton just seemed to finish every single match they play one all. So, you know, someone's bound to get that goal, right? And it might be McAllister. As far as fixtures are concerned, Watford and United, right? Mm-hmm. I think we would have said maybe two, three weeks ago, however long ago it was, that Roy Hodgson got hired. It's all a bit of a blur. But we probably would have said... <laughs> they all blend that,
1: into each other now. <laughs> yeah,
0: that was just the longest week.
1: It, gave it, it was. 23. was. It that really was.
0: Um, but essentially, I think pre- when, when Watford were under Inghiri, mm-hmm. we would have been smacking our lips at this yeah. fixture because they were conceding so many goals. They definitely are looking more resolute, or it's certainly a focus for Hodgson to defend better. So that's maybe not as much a gimme fixture as it otherwise looked, but it's still not a bad fixture. Mm. And United concede, so I think there's there's some potential there. Then they've got Burnley. And Villa at home, 26, 27. So, again, he's another good option to get you through the likes of the blank in 27. I think with McAllister as well, just because of his price, he's eminently yeah. benchable. But that yeah. is something that is helpful when you're yeah. looking to get through the next couple of weeks. He doesn't have a double in 26, but but you can bench him. Um, they have Newcastle in 28 and what i would say is that that's kind of the last nice one for a little while because mm-hmm. they do have a fairly tough run liverpool city or blank um and then arsenal in in 32 mm-hmm. so do bear that in mind
1: yeah absolutely and as you're saying he is that great price point isn't he yeah. at just 5.3 which is a saving on trossard at 6 million i mean i've had trossard now for as many weeks as i can like remember since the last double i think and he has been a real disappointment. Do you
0: currently have Trossard?
1: I do, so I had the opportunity to sell Grey or Trossard this game week for KDB because I had that much money in the bank and I decided to go with Grey. Thankfully, so far that's been okay because Grey went off injured and he only got the one point and hopefully that means I have Trossard for the double next game week. But yeah, he has been, you know, a real disappointment and McAllister is a great little differential at 0.7% owned um his attacking threat isn't bad either is it Kylie?
0: No it's not bad it's not quite uh on par with Trostad, but like you I to be honest Anyone who uh, follows me on Twitter is probably familiar with the fact that I have a, a massive vendetta against Trussard. Um He's done me wrong so many times. I can't um, even with him anymore. Uh, yeah. I just refuse. Um, so while McAllister his stats are quite at Trossard level they're not massively far behind he has had nine attempts over the last four games and that's bettered only by Trossard amongst the, the Brighton outfield players and Trossard's only had 10 right so there's very yeah. little in the difference between the two um he's joint top for shots on target for Brighton players in that period as well so he you know he is one of their core attacking threats at the moment his xg for the season not amazing 2.85 uh, an NXA of 1.26, but of course, it's not like he's been playing every single game. He has certainly come into the fore in, in recent times. So I think he's someone that if you're inclined to go for a differential in midfield, then it, he could be someone that's nice. And again, he's quite cheap.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and he's done okay in terms of returns for his price as well. Four goals and two assists this season, two goals and one assist coming in the last four game weeks. So they are recent returns. Are you considering McAllister at all, Kylie, maybe for the double?
0: I'm not. And the only reason I'm not is because in midfield at the moment, there's so much to juggle um yeah it's getting Bruno in for this week it's then getting Salah in of course mm-hmm. um and then I you know there's other players I'm quite interested in and I actually already have quite a few in my team in midfield who, who yeah. double already so it would be a case of selling one you know to gain another and in, in that case, I can't really justify it. Mm-hmm. That said, if I was in a slightly different position and there was someone in my midfield that I was willing to sacrifice, I would take a punch on him because he I is agree. so low-owned.
1: Mm-hmm. It, it feels, a you know, a pretty low-risk punt yeah. to me. Absolutely. He's a great option based on everything we've talked about. But let's move on to our third pick, and our third pick is Pope of Burnley. Sneaking a rare goalkeeper into our watch list here, Kylie. <laughs> it's not something we do regularly. No, He's- Pope going largely under the radar, I think, because of his fairly expensive price tag of 5.4 million, but he is just 2.3% owned, so that's, you know, that's a nice percentage if you wanted to differentiate on a goalkeeper. I haven't really considered Burnley defence at all so far this season, I'm not really sure why, I mean, they have great fixtures coming up. They do. I actually have to
0: interject with, I, I just had a quick look at the the live chat, which is oh, yeah. um, quite funny. And nuclear atoms with some excellent advice for me. Um, I think you might have heard me moaning about Brighton so many times okay. before, because he said, <laughs> just avoid Brighton altogether, Kylie, save the pain. <laughs> yes. You know what? I'm so with you there. And oh, yeah. There was another excellent one by Belliapa, I'm sorry MJ I might have pronounced that incorrectly um is Kylie half Aussie no she's full Aussie. she's full Aussie, <laughs> she's
1: full Aussie.
0: Yeah, <laughs> now, I've just been living in Ireland for a while so maybe that's done something funny to the accent absolutely um, yes jumping, jumping back, back to back, Pope's pictures <laughs> back to Pope back to Pope yeah He has gone under the radar, but part of that is obviously because Burnley have been deeply unimpressive this year. You know, Mm -hmm. what we expect from them is to be incredibly resolute, not really score that many goals, Mm. Um, but they've had quite a trying time. That's obviously resulted in them being firmly in the relegation battle this year. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I I think the fixtures are a bit mixed, but it's not too bad because obviously he's got a double in game week 26 um you know we know that he's got more fixtures to drop in so the double of course is brighton away and spurs at home that is quite mixed you know we we don't necessarily expect them to keep a clean sheet against spurs brighton you know you don't know um then they've got a match in 27 against palace again that point that's noteworthy for uh, ramsdale owners actually you know obviously ramsdale doesn't play in 27 so there's one there um game week 25 which is the next one isn't great they're playing liverpool right and i think the majority of people at this point really have one or other of sanchez or de gea who they will prioritize playing in that game week so i don't think that anyone's going to advocate for going a Pope move straight away and you've got other priorities because you're thinking about the game week 25 yep. um, double where i think he's quite interesting is if we get past game week 25 And then you're in a situation where you're looking at pope with a double in 26 he's still got like three extra fixtures to be scheduled after that they have a fairly decent run um and of course de Gea will not have any more doubles unless there's more postponements right he does not have more following this one to be scheduled Mm -hmm. in and sanchez only has the one against spurs to be dropped in so there could be a case for saying actually from 26 onwards, I'm going to make a move for Pope. Um, I think there's potential for him to come good over the next period. And I I think they're really reliant on him doing that if they want to actually
1: have a chance at staying up. Yeah, I I agree with you with that coming double, those fixtures and his recent form. I don't know why I haven't really thought about him. He's he's had five clean sheets this season, which isn't great, but um, he's only missed two matches. In which, you know, Burnley conceded. Two of um, Burnley's clean sheets coming in the last double against Arsenal. And, you know, I think... That it's more' his recent form that's what it's what's exciting for us, isn't it, Kylie? What we can see going forward and what he's done what he did in that last double for you know those that were brave enough to go with him you know was was monster points, wasn't it basically, so I think the fact that he you know he did quite well there could you know give him something and ask something as you say with all of these fixtures to be you know announced and and coming in and i think it really means that he could become an option on on wild cards that haven't been used yet you know a a good way another another keeper so to speak than just the, the ones that are already um there would you like to give some shout outs to some people who have joined us in the chat kylie uh, sure. So we have.
0: Oh God, bear with me, guys. I'm so not used to live chat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like just mastering it all now. I'm a bit of a newbie. So we've got Rune, fizz One One Three, Magic Sixty Nine, Frostbite.
1: Wow, very winter
0: appropriate name nice there, guys. Steve Chrysanthus. Hope is 5.4, it. not worth the price. Mm. Well, you know, I mean, he's probably not. He's mm. a bit expensive, right? I mean, yeah. no one's going to argue with that. Yeah. But the reality is we've all got quite a bit of money. Some of it's going to be taken up, okay, obviously, as we all invest sell it and so on. But I think it's really hard to differentiate your team at the moment. Burnley is an opportunity, but Burnley is also a team that's a bit frightening to invest anywhere else on the pitch. Yeah. You know, I'm not sure that I'd be going any of their defenders. I, and Pope, maybe it's nostalgia blinding me, mm. <laughs> but there's a legacy with Pope. There's also the fact that, you know, goalkeepers historically do really, really well in double gate weeks. So yeah. it's just like it causes the little ching ching in my mind, you mm. know, that makes me think he's going to get like a 15-point haul. And I, I think it also bears saying, so Nim, you were talking about the fact that their recent form has improved it, it definitely yeah. has if you look at the last three game weeks that Pope has played bearing in mind he missed the two before that um he's made 14 saves in in that period he's got five bonus points as well yeah. If you look at the last four matches for Burnley right bearing in mind that one of those he did not play 22 shots uh on target conceded so that's like joint third worst mm-hmm. right so He's missed one of those matches and look at the volume that he's saved. The two matches that he missed, they conceded six goals That um, between the two matches. One was against Leeds, one was against um, United. So we can definitely see that there is an improvement happening there and we know that Pope, because frankly, Burnley team is not amazing, <laughs> doesn't really have anyone competing with him for <laughs> bonus. So <Yeah. laughs> when he makes saves or keeps a clean sheet, he mops the bonus up absolutely so i think if you want to try something a little bit different and you've got a bit of the keeper Rick Morales situation happening there's, yeah there's a just case i uh, uh, might i might go yeah
1: through. and before you judge us on some of these picks we do have some good previous don't we i mean we did pick yeah ramsey yeah, ramsey was, was your yep. pick last week he was um we have we mentioned son to- i think Sun last could- week
0: no, that was Kane, actually.
1: I think we mentioned
0: him with Son, though, didn't oh, we? Oh, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Son Son to come, actually. But mm-hmm. uh, Coutinho has yes. um, yep. been featured, Robbo, before his run. So, yeah. you know, some of our boring picks... <laughs> granted last week Nim picked Ramsey for hers and I picked Edward so you know there's some flops as well yeah. so <laughs> yeah. own that. and yeah. I actually brought Edward in for his classic one pointer oh. to block Dawson's clean
1: sheet from the bench oh no like, Edward, much appreciated. <laughs> I did I did have Dawson in so I was quite grateful <laughs> of that clean sheet but um yeah I think I don't take these it, just because we have watch list game week 25 I think it's just worth noting that a lot of these picks we're not just thinking of with one game week yeah, most of the time, most of the time we are looking a couple of weeks ahead. Of course, you know, Dalot would be, somebody would be considering short term, But in Pope's case, we'd be considering long-term. So, there, you know, we're trying to give you guys a bit of everything in these videos and not just kind of restrict it to one thing. Okay, let's move on. And it's that time of the episode where we're going to have a quick look at the Fancy Football Scout watch list ahead of the coming game weeks, which you can find on the first page of the website. It takes into account the form and the fixtures as well as player position. With all of that in mind, what's standing out for you on the scout watch list this week, Kylie? Right, I'm just pulling it up at the moment, actually, and I note that Pope is third on the goalkeeper See? watch list. See, we're not nuts. Indication.
0: <laughs> and I'll note that only De Gea and Sanchez are ahead of him, and they, they, that's cheating. They have a double, right? Yeah. So, of course, obviously, removing that Pope is a top pick. I will absolutely take that stamp of authority. If it goes wrong,
1: it was all Kylie's pick. If it goes right, it was both.
0: <laughs> I would do the same. I can't even blame you for that logic. Because, um, if we're looking at, it's interesting, if we're looking at the the defensive charts, we're seeing a lot of, of. I mean, look, it's Trent, then it's Cancelo, then it's Laporte. Not, uh, not altogether surprising. Dalot is in fourth. Mm-hmm. And again, that's a recognition of those doubles. So it is when you're looking at the watch list as well, that that's probably something to factor in is yeah. that those kind of decisions are obviously going to be heavily influenced by, you know, double recency and so on. Um, Robo there, interestingly, just below uh, Dalot. And I myself went in on Robo this week. I've got a bit renegade. I'm going to be going Ooh, for hello. a triple Liverpool with robo instead of wow Josh. okay Hopefully loving that and in tears oh, i'm yeah. just trying to do something a bit different so oh, well, i'm seeking I'm validation respecting you for everywhere. that yeah. <laughs> respecting
1: you for that um i think for me just looking at the watch list uh leicester and everton players taking a, a nosedive down this list Unsurprisingly, such a shame especially in leicester's case with so many fixtures to be rearranged i think we were all really hoping we could kind of get on board that Leicester train and ride it to happiness but uh unless something uh, uh. <laughs> yeah unless something major happens this evening um then I think Leicester are probably looking a little kind of yeah meh at well, the definitely moment definitely their defense looks frightening mm. at the moment
0: yeah um I mean not that their defense has looked good at any point this season no but, I mean, what happened to Sayonchu? Just uh, that's a total tangent. But I have to ask, because we were loving him. I know. I and just, it's all gone to...
1: Yeah, to sad. it anyway, has. Sorry for the tangent. No worries. Do we have any questions in the chat? Let's have yeah. a look. Yeah. I, I am an Arsenal fan. I think somebody asked. Um, for all my sins. <laughs> so, yes. Um um that Fart- is the most recent is the most informed
0: for Leicester That's true. We did cover him last week. Oh, we um, did. He yep. hasn't rewarded us yet, but
1: no. Maybe, maybe this evening. Um Farton says, Hello, how is triple to Ronaldo? So I think maybe he's asking us, would we triple Captain Ronaldo in the double game week? Would you,
0: Kylie? No, I wouldn't. Um because now I think it's probably less likely that Ronaldo will be benched. Um In the double just simply because he has actually just been rested in in the last game so i think that would give you maybe a bit more reassurance but his form is inconsistent united's form is inconsistent and when we have 27 uh, 26 sorry coming up with salah Mm -hmm. and if you want to go a bit different potentially trent or robo um or even son you know there are so many options in that 26 double um if you're adamant you don't want to go with salah that i think would make a better triple captain decision than ronaldo yeah agreed bruno or ronaldo 25 you must have missed the start where uh <laughs> <Steve> <laughs> and i both voiced our um was dissatisfaction,
1: strong opinion. dissatisfaction with ronaldo after mm. the last double uh, yeah. i think we're both going bruno i think we're, we're both sad about the ronaldo situation and also very over <laughs> Situation. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, let's move on to our watch list picks then for Double Game week 25. And my pick this week is going to be Riyad Mahrez. I know there's a lot of worry in the community about rotation, but, you know, that's Pep Roulette. Yeah. Uh, before he went off to AFCON, he had a mini purple patch of four goals and three assists in five game weeks. Missed one in that run against Brentford. Again, roulette. I mean, what, what are you going to do about that? Um, He has six goals and five assists for the season. One of those coming last night, the goal last night, with that penalty, of course. Uh, he has the same amount of goals as De Bruyne and the same amount of assists as Bruno in limited minutes of 839. I really flip-flopped this week about going De Bruyne or Mares, De Bruyne or Mares. So my big decision was if I'm going to take a hit this week, I'm going to take a hit for KDB or Salah because I had the money for them. And I was like, okay, I'm not sure which way to go, which way to go. And then all of a sudden on Monday I woke up and I thought, oh, Riyad Mares out of nowhere. (laughs) And I thought, why am I not considering this guy? And so all of a sudden my headache was now... Is my hit for Salah, KDB, or Mares? So as you can imagine, when the penalty went in last night and Mar you know Mares took it, I was like, "Oh no, what I've done! I really should have gone with Mares instead of KDB." However, it did go KDB, and thankfully, it made me sweat. <laughs> it made us wait until me too, late, try the as well. <laughs> yeah, until late on in the match. But he did finally match Riyad, which is good. But yeah, I think. Generally, the thing with Riyad is he's he's probably going to be one of those people that you're not going to get consistent starts out of. He's not going to be somebody you're going to be able to depend upon week upon week, about minutes and all of those sorts of things. However, when he plays, he is explosive, right? So he has an XG of 4.92 and an XA of 3.07, so pretty equal chance of returns there and he is 8.6 million which is fairly expensive but it's not as expensive as De Bruyne so if you wanted a way into City but didn't want to spend quite as much as De Bruyne then you know you could consider him as an option but of course he isn't the cheapest of the midfielders when you have you know the likes of Bill from Foden who are also you know in that kind of midfield roulette situation but I really like Mares as a player Kylie it's you know it is a bit of a shame about his rotation has he been in your consideration at all I guess with these doubles and stuff like that it's it's been tough mm. to really look at City but you know somehow they just chug away and we put Cancelo in our teams every week and we don't yeah. even like batter an eyelid about the fact that we're doing that so are we you know looking over somebody like Riyad Mares?
0: Well, I guess part of the thing with Cancelo, right, is that he's actually proved himself touchwood immune to rotation uh, so far this season in a way that none of us expected. But I guess that is a recognition of how essential he is uh, to that team um, and how they play. So he kind of is an easy, he picks himself in that respect. Yeah. Riyad Mahrez is a little bit trickier. I mean, personally, I have found that during his tenure at City, I have a tendency to get my timing wrong with him, Mm -hmm. which is just unfortunate because when watching him, he is a player I love to watch. I think he's fantastic. Mm -hmm. He absolutely can be explosive and he has the goods when he plays. Um, It's just one of those things, you know, it, it can be a bit unfortunate and it's so hard to know how to get the timing right. Yeah. I... Haven't considered him, partly because I went straight in for De Bruyne um, from game week 23 onwards uh, because I wanted him for this this little patch here. Um, wanted to captain him uh, this week, and he's obviously got Norwich next week, so I wanted him for that as well, yeah. before then having to do the whole juggling to get the likes of Salah in. Yeah. Um, so given that really midfield is... For me where the exciting stuff is at the moment and as i mentioned earlier with respect to uh mccallister i've already got people who have doubles so it's really hard to take them out if i like them for their doubles mm-hmm. um, to bring in someone like mares um or swap kdb for mares but i do think definitely if you can't get to kdb which might prove increasingly difficult in the next period because of how you know we're all investing in premiums again yeah. then he is someone for the run-in that could be really good and i think you just take it like you said rotation is inevitable with him mm-hmm. look rotation is proving inevitable with lots of players this season but yeah. as long as you can net out a really good average over the games that he does play mm-hmm. then i think you're onto a winner so i don't think it matters too much
1: yeah i agree and I think he's one that I'm going to firmly place on the watch list and see how, like, I'll probably get over the double game week and then seriously consider him, like, on a wild card or, you know, one of those where I feel like I'll be able to make a bit more of a solid bench. So if he doesn't play, I'll be able to bring, you know, somebody in for him. But, yeah, it is tough to look beyond KDB because of, like, mostly security. But, um... I think Mares just looks great and and form is always something that I tend to uh, to lean on. But who is your pick for Game Week 25, Kylie? My pick
0: is not a differential. <laughs> he is a much-loved son. Um, yes, yes. so son Sonny. is obviously back. We all love son. We do. Um, he was on the score sheet last night, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. He also looked extremely sharp. And yeah. I think these are all indicators that we want to see. Again, 26 double, um, and may, mostly speaking, really good fixtures right through to the end of the season. And I think a lot of people are deciding between son and Kane. Um, and for me, I just think seeing him back really makes him the key pick. But I think the reason he's on the watch list as opposed to coming straight in is less to do with his qualities and more to do with that. We've got a queue. Mm. for who to bring in it's you know what order I don't have Bruno but I need Bruno I don't have Salah
1: but I need Salah Mm -hmm. um so for me I'm really worried about the Salah this evening actually he's starting Mm. to kind of panic me slightly now (laughs) it's the sort of thing when he's not here you're like oh, he's not here, it's fine, it's fine. I don't have fine. Salah. Like, and then as soon as he comes back, you're just, the fear is like <laughs> I know we,
0: on the scout cast, deadline Scoutcaster uh, Joe announced that he'd gone in early um, oh. on bringing Son back and captained him. Not Son, sorry, Salah. And I was thinking, that's pretty ballsy. Um, but now I'm like, oh, God, like against laughter, mm. we've already been talking about how bad their defence is, so now I've got a yeah. bit of MVP. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> Son. Um, Sorry. <laughs> so I, I think the, the biggest question for people is when do they, how do they prioritize yeah. him? Do they bring him in? I've seen people on Twitter kind of questioning whether they should invest mm-hmm. in Spurs Attack. And I absolutely think you should be investing in one of them. And I definitely would be investing in Son. I mean, he's best part of 2 million cheaper than Kane. Let's just throw away the forwards. Like yeah. I just, I find forwards completely useless. They just, a source of unhappiness this season so <laughs> yeah. it's just like get the cheapest ones and then just plump all your money into midfield including mm. zon yeah. um as far as fixtures are concerned obviously we know they've got a double in but well, well first up really they've got a, a game against wolves right in yeah. 25 so that's not an amazing game right because mm-hmm. as we know wolves have been pretty stingy in defense so again that sort of supports the idea that i think you could leave off getting him until 26 and, and hopefully and i think he's worth getting in for a hit in 26 for what yeah. it's worth um they do have city in 26 which is obviously not ideal but spurs have been successful against mm. pep uh yeah. quite a few times so i wouldn't put it past them to get something that said city just look like a machine at the moment um, they've also got a game against Burnley that game week, which could be more lucrative. And they've got Leeds and Everton. And in fact, if you look at the course of their run-in for the season, it's the only sort of problematic game, I'd say, for Son um, in terms of facing a difficult defence is uh, Liverpool in game week 36. Yeah. Right, so they do have, I believe it's Man United and um, West Ham at some point before then, mm-hmm. but neither of those are defensively resolute. So I think that I think he's a good long haul pick and probably someone I would injuries aside be looking to keep for a long time Mm -hmm. um also worth noting he is third on the midfield uh point scoring chart so it's only Bowen and Salah ahead of him and Bowen and Salah have been ridiculous this season yeah Uh, even with mm -hmm. that
1: injury still third that's that's good going that's yeah it is um he has not blanked in his last seven
0: outings (sighs) obviously that He had the two-week, he was missing for two weeks with an injury um, in the midst of all that. So if you you take the last seven games he's played, he's got either an assist or a goal, and he got uh, both against Norwich. Um, He's got nine goals and five assists this season, which is looking really good. 11 bonus. He does well in bonus as well. He is pretty massively outperforming his XG. That's not surprising for a player of Son's calibre. He is quite clinical. So I think that's something you typically see is very consistent. We know what we get. But his XG, just for a podcast listener's sake, is 6.31. His XA is 2.63. Yeah. So as I said, he's outperforming that. But it's just mm-hmm. not – I just don't think it's something that you worry about with someone like Son. Mm-hmm. So the big question is when are you getting him in? Because yeah. – it's just so good, he makes me smile. Yeah, I feel like same. I'm happier with the world when I have Son in my team. Absolutely, I'm just waiting, waiting yeah. to get him in.
1: I think those that follow me and um follow my channel will know that I had the sunny six last season, which is um, That's all, right. all came about when I had the whole situation where I got off of Son and he ended up scoring, I got back on him. He Did nothing, and then we had that situation where Jose said he wasn't going to play, so I sold him again and he scored another boatload of goals. So basically, he got like six goals in the couple of games that I didn't have him. And so, when I got him back in, I was like, Right, that is it, Sun stays in my team now <laughs> until he has given me back all six points. So, I had the, the sunny six, and basically, fair play to him, even within like I think the first. Five game weeks, he grew paid back all of those goals, and um, he pretty much stayed in my team then until the rest of the season. So I absolutely love Sunny. What I do just want to say though, um, to those watching the stream is that some of these stats may have you know game week twenty four information on them, and some of the stuff we might mention ha- might you know might be mentioning with the game week twenty four just because of the crossover. So you know, check you know, any updates, mind, yeah. yeah, and bear all of that in mind because we you know we have um some of the fixtures like gaming 24 fixtures on screen it's just for reference really so you guys can see what they've been doing in the games that we've just been discussing and how they've been doing in them really
0: and hopefully we'll start to get into a normal rhythm yeah last christmas really it's been quite challenging because there's been so many crossover weeks um which does make data a little bit difficult because obviously you've got some teams who've played an extra game Um, absolutely
1: yeah so you want to kind of mention what's happening in the current game week, so people get a reference of like which teams they've just faced and you know where they're at currently or they you know whether they've just added to it and things like that but it, it, it you know the crossovers can make it really difficult so you know if we've got anything you know, where the crossovers happen, then, you know, just bear that. Just bear that in mind. Give and us. hopefully yes. <laughs> hopefully in the next game week or two we'll be as as uh Kylie said there, we'll be, be we'll be back on it with that one. Um, but thanks so much to everyone who's joined us on our first ever watch list stream for Fancy Football Scout. Um, you know, it's been great. Welcome, Steve, to the chat. I noticed uh that you're in about that's good and James Morgan as well he says midfielder three for future template so thinks um you know premium mids will be the way to go which um you know i agree. I, I, I agree um and Mikel, I had Kane as my captain, so disappointing. I felt a bit better since I got Ramsey in my team. so yeah oh, lovely. Hopefully you got him in off of the back of my watch list bit last <laughs> week <laughs> You're just build that one I am. just for a little while <laughs> whilst I can. Okay guys, well best of luck for the up and coming game week. I hope you all smash it before you go. Here's Kai to wrap us up with a bit of admin. Yeah, absolutely, and I've just noticed
0: uh, in the chat, Nuclear Adams uh, has asked. Yeah, this is. I think you're re- referring to to the stream. It is going to be live uh, from now on. Yeah. So we did just difficult schedules and everything. The yeah. first few weeks were recorded, um, just so that we could get ourselves sorted. But it it is going to be live streamed from now on, and it's been brilliant fun having you guys in the chat. Yeah. Um, Listening to us waffle away, I hope (laughs) we said something of value for you and um, had you thinking. But please uh, always leave us uh, a comment to let us know what players you're thinking about. Um, Like and subscribe if you've enjoyed the show. You can also find links to our content um, below on YouTube and, and basically have fun with the game week ahead. We wish you the best of luck and we will see you next time.
1: Bye, guys.